Mugatu's Derelict campaign. Sorry, I didn't book it. Oh, yeah? I've never even heard of it. Me and my friends have been too busy bathing off the southern coast of St. Barts with spider monkeys for the past two weeks. Tripping on acid changed our whole perspective on shit. So I guess, uh, I guess you can derelict my balls, Capitan. Welcome back to the critically acclaimed Sigma Male Swagcast. I got me and my boy Jack here. What's up, Jack? The first in-person. The first in-person edition of the critically acclaimed Sigma Male Swagcast. Uh, no longer a Zoom show. Well, we'll we'll be going back to being a Zoom show, but that still very much is. This is, <laughs> this is a very this is a Thanksgiving it's special. Thanksgiving special. That's correct. Available on pay-per-view. That's right. That's right. Only only. While I'm in town, uh, it's good good to be back in Atlanta, man. Yeah. I'm sure Memphis sucks. No, Memphis is cool. Yeah. Memphis is pretty cool, but I do miss Atlanta. Just driving around town. This is so. This is my first time being to Jack's house. Really nice, man. Looks Not too great. Shabby. Yeah, I, yeah. I like it a lot, and I like this part of town you're in too. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's kind of the hood. Yeah, it's hoodish, but. It's got really good Asian and Mexican food. That's the thing that yeah. I was going to say. But, dude, I just saw um, that, you know, that Plaza Fiesta over there, that yeah. big Mexican mall? Uh-huh. It just got. <laughs> yeah, he said. Yeah, it just got, got bought by, by Krog. I I don't know. But, dude, He's I've we... been inside that mall, and it is gigantic. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, it, it is a wild experience because it's all just. Like it's just it's all Mexican stuff, mm-hmm. and like there's little kiosks where they'll sell the awful like fruit covered in chili. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> yeah, that's what I want is yeah. spicy spicy yeah. fruit. <laughs> Dude, me- Mexicans did not figure out uh, desserts and also music. <laughs> yeah, that music where it's just like the uh, accordion setting on a keyboard, and then just everyone's screaming. <laughs> It's like yeah. not even sing. It's not even harmony. It's just it's just everyone screaming. Losa para tiro. Dude, mariachi actually rules. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, an opposite stance on this. Just to take an opposite. Mariachi stance. music is pretty dope. Oh, that actually. that genre of music you never listen to. <laughs> you only listen to <laughs> the grimiest bass bass uh that is EDM primarily music. that yeah. is primarily what i listened to i saw a good a good show on friday night this guy from atlanta actually came Man, up to memphis i don't know how how as a sober individual toad face <laughs> you would enjoy that at all oh, i really enjoyed toad face toad face <laughs> that's his name is toad face that's good it's good shit atlanta native shout out toad face yeah um and so he was up in memphis uh, on a tour like on like a little mini tour and he's with this guy named Taboo, and Taboo is pretty funny because he's like a he's like a fucking redneck kind of guy, but he makes that w- weird bass music. Mm. It's like very, it just it seems odd when he's up there. He he comes on stage. He's got a mullet, he's got uh, a wife beater on, and then he's got like a construction vest on, and all of his visuals are like him in like a in a construction hat. Like he's a like he's an old he's like an old school redneck, yeah, blue collar kind of guy with with some and weird he, ass. He makes weird lovey bass yeah, yeah. music. It's very interesting, yeah. and all the visuals were like uh, just dicks. <laughs> it was just, it was, it was, it was hilarious. I really liked him. 
Well, um, well, it is just amazing how like when you look at the when you look at the what was popular in like the '90s and 2000s, just how music was all over the place. Yeah. And now it seems like the only way to get famous in music is to have just like make a fool of yourself. Yeah. And just make basically joke music. Like mm-hmm. everyone's just kind of like a weird Al Yankovic. Right. Um, but they just dive into that persona. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I'm sure that guy doesn't want to do that, but he's like, I need to get attention. I guess <laughs> I don't know. He strikes me as just like a, a legitimately funny guy. Yeah. Um, but his his music was really good too. I don't know. Like maybe you think about like Little Dicky. Yeah, Little Dicky's funny. That new guy, Young Gravy. I love like, Young Gravy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just the funny thing about that is it's like okay, so his approach is he just he he uses these wildly popular samples like yeah the, uh, the never gonna give you up uh-huh. and then what was the other one the the, the Sandman. Sandman song yeah, yeah so so he's making no money off of the music because right. all that money's going to the royalties but he but those are just really popular songs that already are recognizable to people and then he just kind of weird out Yankovic is the lyrics and just mm-hmm. makes it into something else yeah and then he's just popular because he what what he like dates a like a hot porn star's mom or something? What was that stick? I don't know. He like took someone's mom to, to some award show and he got a <laughs> bunch of press for it. But that's but that's what music is nowadays. You yeah. date old women. Well, everything to get more streams. Everything's professional wrestling. Everything. Everything uh, in the world is professional there's, wrestling. There is no dignity in no. anything. Everything's a Marvel movie. It's yeah, a, it's a movie. P- politics is professional <laughs> wrestling. Oh. Music is professional <laughs> yeah, wrestling. Yeah. You're building a persona, yeah. and yeah, I mean, you you just build a, a yeah. It's just it's just all a persona. It's all a persona. Yeah, you put something out on into into the world on social media that isn't who you actually are, but then people eat it up. Yeah. They like it. So, yeah. or or you are authentically yourself, and sometimes people sometimes people like that, right? I mean. Big podcasters and and I mean that's that's who the celebrities that I follow are are comedians and podcasters and I think I think you get a, a fairly legitimate view of who somebody is when well, you listen to enough of their their yeah well I think sharing I, their ideas I agree with you but I think you and I we correct me if I'm wrong do you pretty much only listen to comedy podcasts no. I so listen, you you listen to some serious stuff. I listen to serious stuff too. See, I I, I can never get into the serious stuff. Where where kind of all the podcasts I listen to are comedians. I've been listening to this one called Revolutions lately. Have you ever heard of that? No. N- Neil, have you heard of Revolutions, the podcast? It's just a history thing. Have you heard of Revolution, man? Revolu- Revolution. Revolution. The worst band of all time. So I I I just listened to the first season of Re- Revolutions. It's uh it's about the um the British Civil War in the 1600s. It's kind it's kind of interesting. A little bit of um yeah, it's King Charles, Charles the First. He's a he's a shithead. As 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 a Charles, I'm a uh, yeah Cromwell Cromwell's a big guy in it. He's one of the he's one of the main main uh characters in the in the story. Yeah, well, that, I'm lost. What, that's what, just what pretty period, good. What is this? What period? Of, this is this is uh, uh, right. Yeah, it's it's, okay, it's yeah, a very yeah. important so England. time in it, yeah in history. Yeah, England, England in the 1600s. England 1600s. Yeah, 1640. Yeah. Right. 
So he was yeah. Basically, they had a they had a parliament. They had a king and a parliament, and the par- and the king had to like get the parliament to do most of the stuff for him, like t- like collecting taxes and all this stuff. This was all the parliament had to like sign this sign off on all this. And Charles didn't like the parliament, and the parliament didn't like Charles. So they basically were just sort of fighting fighting over power for a long time. I don't know if you guys have seen any of this because um, Charles the Third is now the king of England, mm-hmm. right? And so there's been a lot of jokes going around about Parliament shaking in their boots because the big thing was is is that instead of going through Parliament like he was talking about, King Charles was just like, "All right, I'll dissolve Parliament. Y'all can y'all can fuck yeah. off. Like I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it's my party. I'll do what I well, want. At least back at, at least back in those days, the king had to call Parliament. Yeah, so, it, it, unless he said Parliament needs to meet. Parliament yeah. didn't meet, and so he could dissolve Parliament and, and tell them all to go home, go home, and never, and, and never, never bring them back. And, but and but the, but the way that it the, the way that, that he, it worked was like he would have to call them in order to get anything done. But what Charles the First did, and he was he was like he was like I don't want Parliament to come, so I'm just going to start enforcing all these like edicts and 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 right. little it's nitpicky kinda, rules, and then I'm going to just I'm going to fund my my government off fines. Think about it. <laughs> He's as a like, cunt. Fuck Charles. Think about it as like, um, you remember how like basically when the Obama administration was ran into gridlock, they decided we're just going to write executive orders for everything. Yeah, that's a that's like the modern equi- equivalent sure. of what was happening. Yeah, then. something it like was that. Basically, like King Charles was just like, I'm going to royal decree, which was a early success or early predecessor yeah. to an executive order. So, so basically, what happened was they went to war. The the king and the parliament went to war against each other. Yeah, and the king lost, and Oliver yeah. Cromwell cut off his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But anyway, a lot of the times I just like listening to podcasts where I can completely turn my brain off. That's yeah. like that's like my that's like my favorite shit is like just dumb yeah. comedy podcasts where I don't have to think about anything. Yeah. No, I'm trying like. It's both, right? Yeah. I think I, I like both. I like a mix of both stuff that is informative and makes me think. And then stuff that's just like, just, just playing in the background so that my mind has something to chew on while I'm doing some mindless task that uh, I don't want to be doing. Yeah. Do you think, do you think, um, so pretty much for the past 10 years, you know how everyone has just had a addiction to their phone? Mm Mm-hmm. Just, Everyone, everyone like looks is like, oh, my daily screen time was five hours. Right. And then, um, do you think that coming up in the next decade, there's going to be kind of more of a an analog revolution where people are gonna purposely disconnect from? Yes. Yeah. Or, or, or think... do you think, or do you think it's just gonna continue ramping up where just people are just gonna dive deeper? It's gonna go both ways. Yeah. Some people are gonna. Yeah, people are gonna become. Uh, people are gonna live in the metaverse. People yeah. are gonna. People are gonna get so into VR that their life is gonna be uh, a, a virtual reality life. Um, but then, yeah, I think there will be other people who who go the opposite way. I think what I what I'm predicting is that we will um, that what's gonna what we're gonna see pop up is things like twelve step programs for people to like quit social media the way they quit alcohol oh yeah yeah. because it, it it really is a, like a drug oh yeah it's a it's a it's a powerful drug and i think that i think that it's going to take systems like that to um to get people to to 
<laughs> get off these drugs. Oh yeah. I think I think there will be a proliferation. Yeah, but see uh, so Elon Musk bought Elon Elon Musk bought Twitter, but he's not but the people aren't actually quitting Twitter. Yeah. Nobody nobody's actually quitting Twitter. They're all they're all it's empty threats. Um Yeah, they are addicted. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, they're all no, everyone everyone I think everyone whether you're sober or into drugs, everything in America is a drug. The food's drugs. Yeah. The um, food's drugs, the entertainment's drugs. The, the like Coca-Cola is a drug. Coca-Cola is a has, drug. That has, that is nothing but it can, all of our tra- yeah, all yeah. Of, all of our traditions, all of our traditions are are basically like a drug, right? Like Christmas is a drug. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 Christmas drug time. Everybody the Christmas spirit is a fucking <laughs> is a drug. Oh yeah. Um and the ma- the amazing thing about that stock is, market's a drug. Yeah. The most amazing thing about that is all this stuff is just uh, a thing I was thinking about is just how how many people I guess this was maybe always a thing, but just how so much of of the general populace are just pure reflections of what has been marketed to them. Yeah. It's like they're not actual they don't have like individual thoughts no. or like individual opinions. It's just everything has just been put into them. They're just like, I want to be part of this group. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna believe these beliefs. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You you got the clothes on, you got you got everything. Yeah, yeah. You got everything that was just, you know, fed to you. Because just everything now is media. Yeah. Yeah. But never but never actually right, like looking yeah. at it's, anything it's, scientific yeah, it's evidence. The, it's <laughs> the I trust the science thing and you're like you're like, Well what scientific journal did you read? And they're like, Well scientists say I'm like, isn't that basically the same thing as me going, My priest says like yeah. someone's told you to yeah, believe yeah. something and you're just taking it on faith. The difference is with science related things, there's no reason to go on faith. You can look for empirical evidence. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like uh yeah, it's like somebody well who made that like how how did this come about this this amazing technology they'll be like science gave that to us i'm like you sound like a religious person you sound like you're saying god gave something to us like no brilliant engineers worked really hard and designed this yeah using scientific principles sure but but they will just state that science science gave this to us (laughs) You could just yeah. say that you could say God, God, God gave this to us, right? Like that. I mean, no, brilliant engineers gave it to us. Well, what? Well, God made those engineers. So think about. Well, I would you know, say like something, what about? something closer to a Luciferian force gave us those. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is not. This is not the devil. This is not Satan right here. This is great. I think. I think this is positive, um, for the world. I, I think social media is positive for the world. Yeah. Even though it's it's dangerous, and it's been and it's been taken over and controlled by the most evil kind. Well, just everything that's introduced, the whoever gets introduced to it first gets heavily addicted. Yeah, and then the then their kids are kind of like, oh, my parents are really into that. That's lame. Yeah, yeah, it's they, not cool. Because then just kids just do whatever the opposite of their parents mm-hmm. did. Yeah, and and I think. Uh, I think there's something to kind of like. Uh, disillusionment in our modern times like so like I was kind of saying about people taking things on faith even though they don't need to is is it's a something to do with 
how people are inherently dogmatic, right? Like it's 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 a human need, and so you have social media happens to cross with this uh, shirking off of other values like things that you were told by your parents and stuff because now you have another source for it but you also create this giant mass of people that are looking for things to be dogmatic about and that's why like any conspiracy theory with like the littlest you know turn of phrasing to make it sound believable is able to catch fires because people are just like they're primed and they're they're ready to find anything that they can just throw themselves into in kind of that same way because it's, it's really a pretty base human reaction i think Oh yeah, but it's it's also just that um, all kind of going backwards. Just all the information you can you can believe whatever you want. So if I yeah. if I did if I did research on a particular subject and I'm and I just said, here's my evidence of these sources. When you're arguing with someone, they can just be like, those sources are fake. Yeah, and that's the that then then it's like they will not believe right. whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so, and it doesn't matter what anyone believes. No. Because no one really has influence, but the thing is, the people who do have influence and who put billions of money into propagating ideas um, can just will just make the population believe what they need to believe. Right. Like one crazy thing I learned. Yeah, recently, propaganda is is powerful. One thing I learned recently is is in the '90s the Got Milk campaign. Yeah. The reason that happened and why milk was so heavily pushed was uh, prior to that. A bunch of corporate, a bunch of you know, corporate entities invested a lot of money into milk production because it was a, a it was a good meal replacement for um, uh, Vietnam soldiers. So a lot of okay. so uh, they just ramped up milk production. But then when the war ended, they invested all this money into these factories to produce milk products. Yeah, and so they're like, uh, let's just sell this to the American populace. I mean, uh-huh. we already put, we already have the factories and all this. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's not that milk was good for people was it, it was like just, concentrate or uh, no, just milk just, just milk, milk just, just plain milk factories factories produce dairy products right my bad instead of just dumping all the milk down the drain the way they set corn on fire they're like what if we just tried to get people to drink it see if we could recruit see if we could recoup some of this investment by just telling everybody they need milk all the time yeah well, milk, and it was it was also but also milk rules though so i mean yeah but it, it was it was also <laughs> <laughs> it also i think they became like a guild of like american dairy farmers or something like that but but the fact of the campaign behind it was just everyone believed my kid needs to drink milk it's good to it's good for, for growing his bones. for his growing bones yeah. yeah it's good for bones it's good for bones and just so that was that was the 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 believed fact of that time and now everyone is like no dairy is poison grains are poison the new thing the crazy <laughs> yeah, that thing, is funny dude, that is crazy, funny the craziest thing yeah dude the cra- yeah no the yeah. craziest thing is right now what's in to what what the in healthy diet is very high fat diet yeah it's very high fat low grains right and in the 90s that was the All, complete opposite. Right. It was like eat a lot of bread and and don't eat a you lot need, of fat. You need Everything. carbs and, and yeah, sugar yeah. and no fat. It was like carbs is energy. Carbs is energy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now everybody's like, oh, that's actually not only making you fat. It's also like making it's like you have allergic reactions to the gluten in it yeah, and yeah. all that. 
and not to mention <laughs> not to mention that you know all the monsanto all the all these these uh uh corporate seed factories are just people who who control uh farm productions the the way they get the way they can like patent seeds yeah that's pretty crazy so they they alter the uh the whatever the, the dna de- the dnas of the seeds and they like put the poisons on it so that they're more resilient to this and it's like okay so now all the food is poisoned yeah <laughs> it's just like nothing's organic um yeah i used to not be scared of that because um you know i mean i think there's a lot of uh misinformation about what genetic modification actually oh, yeah. actually means but um but yeah i mean it, it does seem clearly like the the monsanto is an evil corporation that like like they like if if you if you're just planting regular seeds but then they like find their seeds and you're mixed in if they if they take your your plants and genetically map them and they and they see that it looks like they have some of the dna from their plants have been like crossbred into your plants they'll sue you yeah it's like it's like they're just a, they're just a bunch of cunts. Well, yeah, just, I mean, all just every industry does the same thing. Where yeah. it, it, it's the, it's irrelevant if um, well, it's just not a concern to them if they if they poison the populace or they do this because the money they make from poisoning people from years, they just have to pay a little lawsuit fine. Yeah, They're a one time two billion fee, but they made twenty billion. Are you in favor of the science, like as far as? like genetic manipulation manipulating dna and if so are you in favor of them trying to create superheroes i mean because i think i think yeah that's i'm against superheroes <laughs> you're anti-superhero yeah very so you're anti-gene yeah. manipulation in general then. i'm i'm against it but i mean it's definitely going on and will continue to i go think on. we should yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that's i think that's gonna be uh the next like uh brand of like wh- what they're gonna look at you like you're a racist if you're against superheroes. They're gonna be like, they're like, they're like superheroes have rights too, and I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be the the most anti superhero person. I'm gonna be like, kill them all, <laughs> round them up. But it's like, I guess the point that I'm making is round that, up the superheroes. Is that playing God with DNA ultimately leads to a situation where you have huge ethical concerns. Like, for example, is it ethical yeah. to try and create a superhero? And once you start talking about, you know. Uh, modifying genetics so that you get rid of diseases and you start yeah. you start trying to enhance desirable traits then you start almost having a eugenics conversation right so it's it is like, a eugenics conversation. it's a can of worms that if if you're like i think i'm generally in favor of genetically modified organisms i mean they help they do help feed people at a certain rate yeah i mean so, but at the so same most, time I most feel of like, what you're talking about when you when you talk about genetically modified plants is not crispr that's not what they're doing right they're doing selective breeding and, right. and so that you have the good traits are coming out and that's i mean that's that's what a lot of people so so you know it's and that's the problem with the the phrase genetically modified organism like you know it, it, it's such a huge umbrella that covers all these different types of uh you know mechanisms for for changing the dna of an ar- organism so selective breeding i don't think there's anything wrong with it i mean you know well well, uh, th- but no, but th- it's th- I think but it's also that it, I mean it's also that uh, you know foods you know just they try to make the sweetest pineapple try to yeah. make the sweetest apple it's like you got to do what you got to do to serve the the populace but what companies like Monsanto and and all those other ones are doing is they're 
they basically force farmers to use their poisons on the food. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just yeah. A, it's just because 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 it, it's it's an American thing because in Europe, they like they're they don't have to use all those pro- like a yeah. tomato in Italy is truly organic because they don't have to. They're not allowed. They're actually not allowed to put those poisons or just those pesticides and shit yeah yeah because all that because because usually that stuff is just a byproduct one thing i heard is is dupont which makes you know teflon pants and stuff so one of the byproducts a ton of stuff yeah one of the byproducts is just it produces fluoride yeah and then they just sell the fluoride to the government they put put it in the water yeah yeah so it's kind of it's just kind of a no waste system it's they're just using the whole chicken (laughs) yeah well it's what what it is is it's a a a corporate oligarchical crony system yeah. that you know they have their politicians bought yeah they sold. have their yeah, politicians yeah. bought off and then and then they have enough influence that like you know and, and also they have the lawyers to like um enforce their ip law like we were talking like i was talking about how they they've, they've patented dna so now so now they're in, now they're t- bringing people to court for their dna being present in a field that isn't doesn't use their plants so uh, so that's not a problem with like uh i mean that's that's just a problem with yeah i i the more the more i get into it the more i'm like i don't think ip law should exist at all well yeah well i mean i don't know about ip law at all but i think i think dna is certainly a strange thing to allow somebody to put a patent it's strange to be be able to patent uh, a molecule and that's what pharmaceuticals have is they can patent a molecule yeah it's a fucking molecule it's a, it's an organization well, of atoms but it, it, it is, they have done i mean they created that molecule though. no they didn't they didn't create it there's no there's no way to determine that that was the first instance of that molecule in the universe in fact it certainly was not so that, what do you mean it certainly was not? I don't think you can say that either. I think almost you, you in the in the entire history of the universe, every I think every molecule has has been organized. Every molecule has existed. Has existed yes. or will exist. It's a finite there's a finite number of elements, so there's a finite number of combination of elements. I mean and it's it's think, a, it's a huge number. You think all per- permutations I believe were run so. in the first 14 billion years? I believe so. That's a strong point. That's that's. A, I don't know. It's a stance. That's I, certainly a stance. I'm not. I'm not positive. I'm not a scientist that yeah. stu- that specifically studies this. But if I had to guess, I would say that every every mo- molecular configuration has existed at one point in time, without um, without having to so have been created think, by humanity. So have you seen you know like the Rick and Morty episode where the guys like my atmosphere is seventy percent heroin? <laughs> like yeah. you think there's you think there's some somewhere out there where there's like naturally occurring rocks of of high-tech pharmaceuticals so space yeah. exploration could be the key to saving all human I life mean, even because if all it, pharmaceuticals e- would be even free if it forever. doesn't <laughs> even if it doesn't exist in a concentration of that high it's it's existed so so a a, a company now has a, a an exclusive what, what do you think Jake? ownership you think all molecules have uh, naturally occurred at some point in the history of the universe What, what, what do you mean by what is so a molecule that, exactly? So he says he says that. So I'm saying that I think it's fucked up. He says he thinks it's fucked up that a company can patent DNA. I think it's fucked up that they can patent 
a molecule, which is what a pharmaceutical company does, is that they 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 patent a configuration of atoms. And I'm like, well, and he well he said, and, and then Neil says, well, they created that molecule. And I said, I think that all molecules have existed at some point. Every single configuration of atoms that's possible has at least existed. Well, yeah, I, in I, the universe. I I can't speak to that. I'm too dumb. But what I believe is that any just have my back, Jack. Come on, dude. Just right. just fucking jump in fully I, on I my side of the argument. I still like, don't yes, understand. Obviously, I still don't, I, I still don't understand the questions <laughs> in the context of this argument. But I will support it well, as I, long as it's against NASA. Hell yeah! No, it's against the pharmaceutical companies. Is what it's against. Um, yeah, I'm against. I'm against any investment in space travel. Fuck NASA. Yeah. Want to let, you think Star Trek is out there? <laughs> it's literally you trying to fuck a green lady, you creep. I mean, it, have you seen Zoe Saldana in Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> First, so point number one there. Second of all, I'm just a big like. I think I like I'm a big. Uh, what are we doing if we're not attempting to beat this ex- existence threshold? Like it, we're, use we're that, aware of use it. That we talk about to... it. We we know things like. Shouldn't we be trying to put our civilization in the stars? Shouldn't we have some sort of grand plan for humanity? Shouldn't we have been at least like mining thorium on the moon by now and building a forward? Like you build, you don't build ships in the middle of the continental U.S. You build them on the coast and drop them in the water. Shouldn't we have a spaceship factory on the moon by now? Like we went there in 1969. Like I don't know. I'm very pro space. You're you're. But you, who's you we think, is my question. You think who's we? Humanity. Okay, humanity. So I I think it's fine if Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos want to waste their money to blast rockets into space. I don't think that uh you know the government stealing US pay, US taxpayer money and using it for that is is justifiable. That's only pertinent because there is no global hegemony. Like it, it, if someone's going to control space at this point with the fact that Earth is still essentially open like territory competition there's going to be competition for space and so i'd rather have the u.s government involved than china i'd rather have us own space than china or russia personally okay well we never went to the moon and uh (laughs) and uh and if people if people really actually okay uh, think about space travel is gay as fuck think about How? Space is gay. The only reason people want to go there is so they can be gayer than they are on on planet Earth. Space is so gay. Literally, how is it how is it possible in 1969 to communicate from Houston to the moon? It's a good question. Think about that. Radio waves. Radio. Nah. Radio waves are not new technology. Can you get? A, can you radio from the moon to to Houston? No, I don't think so. I don't know, man. There's a lot. Of, I, I. It's weird that like it's weird that it's like a movie. It's all a movie. That's what I'm saying. The this, the moon landings were directed right. by Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> so so it's like if you've seen Apollo 13, you know they explain a lot of the communication issues. They're like we're they're going around the dark side of the moon. We're gonna lose contact with them for what was it like? 40 hours or something. I don't think it was that long. No, it's like 14 hours, I think. 
and it's like we got to have this solution for what they do the second they come back around and so they're basically explaining to you our technology is good but we can't blast radio waves through the moon back to houston yet but 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 do you think so so wait, wait uh, but do you think Neil, so, do you think thanks that for telling was us about a- this gay porno you watched where tom hanks had gay sex in space uh <laughs> what's apollo 13 apollo 13 is uh is, is a guy apollo a having yeah. sex with 13 other guys also named apollo well, 13 my- 13 dudes named apollo fucking each other that's what that's what that movie's about i think uh <laughs> I, I i think it's tom hanks having sex with uh with 13 guys apollo 13 i'm just saying I'm just saying space is gay. I'm just saying, why would we spend money on space travel when there's like just give just give just buy food and give it to people who are hungry just for for Earth problems. We have so many Earth problems. We have no business better yet investing in space. Better yet. Let's take all these people that are struggling to survive on Earth and let them struggle to survive in space as they push the species forward. (laughs) Give them give them give them something to do. Yeah, and what that I- that thing to do is gay Dying sex, space. gay sex with Tom Hanks. Dying space instead of Earth. Hey, you hear that, poor people? Don't vote for Neil Reifenberger. He wants you to have gay sex with Tom Hanks in outer space <laughs> instead of having food to eat. Neil Reifenberger wants to Neil send Reifenberger. the homeless to the moon. <laughs> Neil Reifenberger <laughs> wants. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no. I would would go out like I'd be like I'd be like look we need to we we need a crew of 100 able-bodied men for a mission to the moon I'd be like dude I got you in a heartbeat I'd walk around downtown Atlanta I'd be like yo thousand dollars if you when we get back if you survive and they'd all be like yep got you in a heartbeat but also you have to have sex with Tom Hanks while you're up there you get you get you get a hundred dollars more if you if Tom, if you let if you let Tom Hanks fuck you, the, to- the Tom Hanks in Philadelphia, yes, which is a that's a, that means you're gonna get AIDS. Um, I haven't seen any of these movies. I haven't seen. I've never seen that movie, but I think so. That's the point of the movie. I haven't seen it either, but yeah. I know that that's the point of the movie. Tom Hanks is uh yeah. Did you guys see that Elvis movie? Yeah, it's pretty good, dude. That that director. Baz overly directs man but yeah. it like d- yeah I, yeah i get what people say when they're like they're like it it was it was a little fast-paced and chaotic and like but i, I didn't really mind it honestly i dug it i, I like the the stylistic yeah um yeah you got to respect you got to respect directors that like just do their own thing that just, they just have their their, their style yeah. like guy ritchie it's, guy Ritchie's it, the it, shit, so dude. Guy Ritchie has so many movies, and they're all kind of the same. They're all similar, but they're all it's all it's but like, it's, it's always high. great. Yeah, it's good every time. Because I never thought that I would enjoy someone who said, "What if we made Romeo and Juliet, The Great Gatsby, and, and all these other stories that already existed the same movie?" But that movie was was really pretty good every time, and I went yeah. and saw it. Every time and enjoyed did, it. Did he do the Romeo and Juliet with Leo? Yeah. Okay, like where the, they the had, herb, they I haven't had seen guns that. that were called yeah, like yeah. Sword Forty Five. Okay. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen that movie, but yeah. 
It was yeah, it was a pretty good interpretation. I I didn't I didn't mind it at all, yeah, and yeah. I liked his Gatsby. The Gatsby, I wasn't a big fan. You of. weren't, yeah. It was, it it had its moments, but I thought overall. I mean, the Robert Redford Gatsby was good. Have I seen that one? I'm I like anything Robert Redford. Yeah. I mean, I love that. That that I is a seen, great book. I haven't seen either of the Gatsby's, but I really liked the Romeo and Juliet for sure. I thought it was good, but um. I'm I'm fully in Christmas mode, you guys. I am so. I, we have only been watching Christmas movies. Me and Claire, uh, we watched all of the other reindeer. Isn't that such a good movie? I don't think I've seen that one, dude. You gotta see it. You gotta watch all of the other reindeer. It's just on YouTube. Clearly, you're on one side of this debate. I'm asking Jack because I'm on the other. I'm a I'm a hard, no Christmas movies till after Thanksgiving kind of guy. Do you Do you have an opinion one way or the other? Because it really I I get annoyed by it. I uh I would say Yeah, no, I th- I think you got I think here, I'm I'm not, I I think you got to wait for I think you got to wait for Christmas in December. Til it's got to be Dece- yeah. December 1st or, you can or go at least in. after Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving is November. Yeah. Thanksgiving Christmas yeah. is December. No, that's been my that's been my I've been pretty strongly on that side of the argument as well, but this this year I was just like, I need fucking, I need Christmas. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm not, this, I, this I'm not feeling tough. <laughs> I'm not feeling so great, you guys. I need Christmas now. Yeah, I think it I was think... literally. I'm not kidding. It was the day after Halloween. <laughs> I was, I was, sitting, I was sitting in my, I was sitting in the, uh, in the kitchen, and I was like, fuck, I need, uh, like, I'm, I'm, I need to listen to some Christmas music, and I was listening to Christmas music in the kitchen. Uh, maybe I was a little homesick, but yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah. I was like, I was like, I need some Christmas spirit. Halloween, cause cause I, usually Halloween is like I like Halloween a lot. Halloween's my third favorite out of all the. I love I love scary movies, but uh, yeah, I just like Halloween. I think Halloween's a good a good holiday. Lee is such a pussy when it comes to scary. movies. She can't watch like, scary. Yeah, movies. yeah. It's like I and that's the thing with the scary. Claire movie, will watch fucked up. Yeah, with a scary movies. movie. You want to watch it with someone? Yeah, of it's, course. I'll, I because I you want to watch up, it with your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. Because I just end up watching scary movies just by myself, and it's just kind of not as yeah. Um, well, it's like watching a comedy by yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you can watch a serious movie by yourself; it's no big deal. A comedy you want somebody to laugh with, and a scary movie you want somebody to like yeah be scared with. You want to? I mean, I will too, but it's not as good. But dude, when it's when it's. On a, a very underrated experience is seeing a really funny movie in theaters. When oh, you, yeah. when, like oh, I remember yeah. I remember when I saw Borat in theaters. Oh god. Or just you know yeah. just man, the the two thousands and early twenty tens had a to, lot uh, of classic. We went to Superbad. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine two thousand without a question is yeah. the best. But, I would uh, say I would just say the tier, like ninety eight ninety eight to two thousand three. It's like it's very like a, good. It's well, it's like it's like a bell curve. It's like as you go out from ninety eight or ninety nine and two thousand, it gets a little weaker, a little weaker. But it's like nineties ninety through twenty ten was like the twenty year period where like the best movies were made, yeah. in my opinion. The nineties, uh, which makes I, sense because all of the other reindeer, ninety nine. There you go, best no. No, but we watched. Uh, we saw. We went and saw um, Superbad as a big group of you know high school yeah, s- yeah. sophomores or whatever we were. Well, that's one of the hardest times I've ever laughed because it's it just big group in a in yeah. a movie theater. Superbad, obviously, yeah, yeah, hilarious and also like perfect for the time. Also, like Superbad, like 
it holds up fairly well but like it was very like directed at young people of that of like our, our generation like your, our age yeah because yeah. yeah. we remember the time of trying to trying to find beer you know just trying to get a fake id trying to yeah. find beer trying to get pussy <laughs> of it maybe that it's like very much i don't know it's something about it seems very targeted to our specific time period yeah i mean it was yeah i don't even know if that's how it is anymore honestly when i like i have no perspective on how how kids no are clue. acting in high yeah. school like i don't know if they're but you gotta assume they're still trying to get fake ids so they can yeah. get beer i think they're i think they're trying to, to get fucked up but i don't know if things are as sexual as it was you don't think i think i think those kids nowadays there's so much uh i don't yeah. know just just shame about sexuality in a weird way where it's you everything's kind of fetishized in a weird way yeah okay and they all just grew up on 1080p porn that's got to mess you up. Dude. That's that's a fair point. Dude. Yeah. The, those kids, like, yeah, I, I think kids nowadays are a lot more it's, asexual. Just I think a so, lot too. More, they're a lot more into drugs and being, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's really funny. I'm how... guessing here. Because that's what I'm saying. I have no perspective. So but... we, had, uh, we had a bunch of these... Um, road students come in so these you know these kids are in their uh, you know early 20s roads roads college it's uh it's it's right it's in memphis right next to midtown uh, is where the the club is uh yeah i, I almost did go to roads but um so that you know they they were at our show and they were uh, they were pretty good audience members but then a guy said retarded and they all like just like 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 they were like they were like they had been trained like dogs to like I mean that's respond how they to that they're word trained like dogs <laughs> they just they just all stood up and walked out of the room they were just like oh and then they stood up and walked out of the room and I was like I was like oh my god that's really that's really interesting and then so a little bit later they came back into the room they're like all right we're gonna give it another try and then another guy said and they were laughing they're having a great time they liked his comedy and he said he said now a lot of people think I'm retarded and then they stood up and walked out of the room and I was just like. And I was just like, I was just like, man, you know what's the most striking about this to me is, I, it just it just reminds me so much. You guys are church ladies. These are church ladies. Yeah. This is the church lady energy is what I'm getting right now. It's so, like, but did it, the second guy say retarded like as a bit to fuck with them? No, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> I would have. Uh, so I, then that, I got as soon as so they walked I, in, I got up there and I was like, I was like, so I was I was raping this retarded chick. <laughs> So, so the other day I was raping this retarded chick. She was like, "Oh, I'm retarded." I was like, "Uh." Oh. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, I'm underage." And I'm like, "Oh, you're going to make me come now." That's what I said. How'd that go over? They say for that one? No, I actually didn't do that. I'm kidding. They weren't even in the room when I was there anymore. They, they yeah, no, and, and that's another thing is is But so, but they're they're like church they're church ladies so this you know the new the new religion of it's whatever government. it's just democrat yeah or it's just being a democrat it's, yeah it's government but it's also but it's also it's this it has the same things there's no no words there's no sex sex is taboo yeah it's it's dogmatic everybody's dogmatic about something they've yeah. just found a new 
they've shifted off of one thing and moved to another. Yeah, but it's also anti-sex, and there's certain words you can't say. It's like the same. It's, like, it's the same shit. There's just different words. That's, well, that's kind of what I mean. Like it's it's filling the same hole. You know what I mean? Like it has to be the same shape. Yeah. Well, it is just so funny. It's just it's all this is just propagated. Mm-hmm. It, it's basically every every major talking point and like cultural thing nowadays is something that just seems impossible to argue where it's just kind of an endless yeah loop and it's just a way for just people to endlessly argue about dumb stuff while never addressing the things that actually matter to them right yeah so it's it'll just it'll just be, it'll technique. just be you know just a politician or corporation will just get caught red-handed stealing from them mm-hmm. and then they'll be like okay i'm going to i'm going to f- we've caught you red-handed and then they'll be like are um, are transgender women real women? <laughs> and then it's just like, you know, just an but endless. What, yeah, that's a, it's a, a stupid debate. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it's like anywhere. we just caught you. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. doesn't matter. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are pickles racist? <laughs> well, they they were actually no, they were actually bottled in the South during. It's just like it's like okay, let's have a Tucker uh, yeah. Carlson segment about this. <laughs> so part of just everything is racist and it's like i get it like calling things racist has become such a like political token for some people but i've recently seen people make the argument that the electoral college and runoffs are racist oh yeah i'm like i'm like everything can't just be racist like these are these are not real things these are inanimate things and it's like it's like a runoff affects everybody equally because it's it doesn't have any way to it's like it's not something that's being done with any yeah. discretion. It's just you do another date and you try again. Well, it's like I, the electoral college is not like they're like, well, we're gonna give this state a couple extra electoral votes because they got more white folks. Like that's not how yeah. it's calculated. It's it's blind. Yeah. It's just a, a raw numbers thing. It's it's yeah. it's like, but it's 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 like being like. <laughs> It's like you said, like our pickles racist. Like that's where we're at now. We're yeah. just literally. Well, putting... just everything's a hyperbole. Yeah. Everything is just over the top. Every everything has to be life or death. Yeah. Um. It's a, but it's, yeah, well, it's a war. It's it's a culture war is what it is. So yeah. it's it's a war. You're in the middle of a war. You ha- you can't not take sides, yeah. or else you're you're like looked at like a you know like somebody who's sitting out of a war, right? It's a coward. Yeah. A traitor. I got a question though. A deserter. <laughs> what what is what is the most racist and inan- inanimate object? <laughs> That's a good question. I think it's an ice cream truck. I think the ice cream truck is the most racist inanimate object. Cuz it cuz apparently that song that they play when they drive around is is a racist song. Uh yeah, that that song's definitely got to be racist somehow. Apparently, it's racist. That was a big news story that came out a few, a few years ago. It's not "Do your ears hang low." It's uh, it's called a chicken in the hay, but it the original word was not a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> chicken in the hay, chicken in the hay, something like that. The word was it was a, uh, it was not a chicken. We'll just say that. Yeah. Um. But I mean, yeah, like that was a big story. It's like everybody like, did you know this song is racist? It's like it's not though, because because really what it comes down to is like, it's like what does it mean to the person who's playing the song out of their ice cream truck? It's it's it means 
hey hey kids come get ice cream it's so that it's not racist it's it's just fucking stupid but um well i feel like it, i feel like it's ending i feel like people don't have the stamina any longer to keep running this calling everything racist or or sexist race anymore well i think people i think people uh are aged out but the 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 little kids youngsters the, the little youngsters yeah they're throwing soup on paintings now they're doing what they're throwing soup on on masterpiece paintings now why have you seen that uh-uh. climate protesters will literally throw yeah. soup on priceless paintings but glue their hand to the wall they glued their hand to the track in an f1 race like if it wasn't for the fact that the driver would have died too i would have liked to have seen <laughs> seen it maybe not get stopped but that innocent driver doesn't deserve to die because some idiots oh, out yeah. on the racetrack but no it's it's a whole whole thing and that's that, and that's another amazing thing. It's just that's that's another new religion. It's a death cult. Yeah, it's a death cult. It's crazy. Most racist inanimate object, Jack. It's a, just a just a rope. Is <laughs> any rope tied in a knot? Um, I'd say I maybe maybe a big slice of watermelon or something. I don't know. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Like if you were eating, it doesn't matter how much you like watermelon. If you were eating watermelon in the middle of a park in downtown Atlanta by yourself, someone will call you racist. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like at some point that so and it won't be a black person either oh yeah but also i got i got a great watermelon story so i was in a i was in a kroger one time and and this guy walks in buys a watermelon and it was one of those krogers that it had like a bar you know what i'm saying so he walks in and crowbar buys a watermelon walks over to the bar sets the watermelon down Pulls out this giant knife, cuts it in half, like uh, the short way, not the long way, and Jeez. starts and starts cutting chunks out, stabbing them with the on knife the bar and eating it right there on the bar. What the fuck? <laughs> what Kroger was this at? The one um by where you used to live. That one. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's the best Kroger. That had to have been a bit. Someone must have been recording. I don't that know. For- I think he was like. I think he was just like a borderline homeless man who wanted to eat his watermelon inside. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's right. Damn. You ever get drunk at that Kroger bar? <laughs> no. I, I I had multiple times where I went in there and, and had a beer before I went shopping. <laughs> And that's when I that and that's a good indication. I mean of that Kroger the fact was... that Charlie Reifenberger had a drinking problem. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna be in if this you're... store for like an hour. Yeah. I need to get a good buzz going <laughs> before I pick out what cereal I want. Well, if you're if you're drinking in a grocery store, there are issues. There's a problem. Yeah. There's clearly something wrong. So I, uh, I had the Ingles over by us in Norcross. One time they're like, we don't want to sell you this 30 pack because clearly you're drunk. I was like, bro, I took an Uber up here to get beer. What more 
could have indicated that I'm hammered. Like, <laughs> you think people take Ubers to get beer because they're sober? Like, what's going on? But then I turned around. I was like, second of all, you sold me two bottles of champagne when I was 19 years old wearing no shirt and no shoes. <laughs> like, let's not pretend this store has ever had standards. Oh, yeah. So, hold on. So, did they, did you they not let a- you get it? Some one guy being. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so hold on. Let me ask you. So, did you take an Uber from Amberfield to Ingalls? Okay, I think you have a drinking problem, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) It was was like middle of the pandemic. (laughs) I think everybody had a drinking problem at that point. Oh man, I remember that. I remember early pandemic when I just you couldn't go to liquor stores like very early on. And I just had to get like the wine delivery subscription. Yeah. Just to have something to drink. <laughs> I signed up for like every beta testing alcohol delivery yeah, app yeah. at one point. <laughs> and they were all like, they're like, they all had dumb names too, like Saucy, Drizzly. I'm like, why does it always got to have a Y on it? Yeah. Dumb names. And it's like, can't you just let me sh- shamefully order alcohol to my house while I'm already drunk with a little dignity? Do you have to give it a stupid fucking name on top of that? How long would it take for the booze to get there? Oh, they never, they never came online. Al Drizzly Alki. We should make one called Alki. <laughs> just so like oh it's only pbr and jameson or uh yeah jameson's a good alcoholic uh drink so we're pretty close to the the air the airport over here huh no we're close to the the i guess the private airport the Petrie de cab airport yeah is that what it's called i don't know where yeah the biplanes and stuff i did a helicopter uh like a one hour helicopter ride over there and it was awesome oh yeah? it was like over buckhead and stuff that's pretty cool yeah yeah you go you and you take lee yeah yeah well lee lee got it for me for uh a birthday present one oh, year that's fucking cool man Just helicopters like, are crazy yeah yeah it's nuts yeah dude it's a especially fan when, especially when it's like turning <laughs> it's dude. a fucking fan it's just a, spin, a yeah. spinning fan that lifts you off the ground it's pretty wacky yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> Well, that's also where a lot of really rich people who have a private jet or something right. will fly in, or just movie stars will fly into that airport because it's not that busy. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Even if I was a rich person, like I think they don't know how many student pilots are flying in and oh, out yeah. of that. I'd be like, I'd be like, I pay how much to probably be hit by some guy who's got five hours in? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, let's land at the next one down. I mean, you gotta have your first flight somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> You gotta have your first, your first stint as a pilot in some place. So I mean, shit. I, 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 my president of my company was telling me about flying on a, a private jet with these people who just have like insane money, and it's he's saying it was like forty grand for a, a, a flight. Sounds about right. That's so nuts, dude. Forty grand to get to fucking Denver. Yeah. I'm sure it's like a billion dollars. Wait, wait. So, uh, okay. Like a like a uh, a G five. 
That sounds big. Yeah, it is pretty outdated. No. So what's the, so a just G5, a buy one? A, a G five is what a, a two hundred, two hundred million. I would say if you were to if, if it was the average, average cost of a private plane, I would say two two hundred. Two hundred million dollars. That's what I would guess. What what company makes the G five? <laughs> Pontiac. Buick. Pontiac makes the G five. <laughs> the Volvo private plane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, there's actually there uh, there is a, a company called Honda Jet that makes small small in, uh, small aircraft. Yeah. Dude, it's they're so fun. It's so really funny nice. what it's so funny what the the billionaire families in what is it Abu Dhabi do with their money? Yeah, like all of them have little private helicopter, futuristic helicopter travel stuff yeah and they and they throw in their tiger and <laughs> just <laughs> just go to some <laughs> some building some skyscraper they own that's pretty cool dude we gotta get helicopters bro 61.5 million okay 2016 to 2020 that's pretty new it's a new airplane. Yeah, maybe two hundred million was a little high. I thought it was. Yeah, be you in could that. you could slip some old pilots like, listen, I only got I only got thirty thousand. <laughs> how about listen, you? Man, how got, about you let me? How about you let me have this for for a month or two? Yeah, see if I like it. It's uh, yeah, it's it's four hundred mil- It's forty million, but uh, you know, or be- or best offer uh, doesn't run, but I have the parts. <laughs> Uh yeah, just, just go lowball him. I'll give you a thousand dollars, dude. That's something I've really, I I just need to figure out how to get a how to how to learn about it. But all those estate sales and stuff where it's really rich people, yeah, and they just go bankrupt or something, and mm-hmm. then they have a little auction, all their all their stuff, and you can just bid on their stuff, and it can be really valuable stuff just on the yeah. cheap. Get this boat, <laughs> and just uh. Sell it on Craigslist. Yeah, people do that. Uh, sail down the Mississippi. I don't know. I, I don't know what you make all these plans as if I don't have like a regular job. <laughs> to sail down the Mississippi from from Memphis to New Orleans. How long do you think it takes to get there down the Mississippi? Just like like a, like a, a long time, a night. Like an overnight trip, a night like we'll sleep. to go from Memphis to 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 New Orleans. No, like you start early in the day, you sail, you go all night, and then you wake up the next day and keep going until. I mean, about it's a six-hour drive, but how fast are you going in a boat? I feel like a boat down the Mississippi is a straight shot, like 50, six, 60 miles an hour the whole way. Sixty miles an hour on on the Mississippi. Mississippi flows fast, buddy. If you get that guy going all the way no, up full speed, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> But no, like what, 35, 40 miles? No. That's about how fast most boats top out at, like regular boats. I don't think I guess gonna... I did use the word sail. <laughs> I just. Jet, jet skis can go 60. Going, I mean, that's that's like a. That's about as. No, you haven't. Well, 78. 
when we first got those prop rockets, I got it out on glass one morning. That's the highest I ever got it. Do they go? They don't go that fast. They supposed to top out at eighty. At seventy. Eighty. I think they topped out at seventy. I got them. We they would go seventy in regular water. I think that like seventy three was about as fast as anybody ever got it going. Yeah, 70, 73 on like regular water. You can't go eighty. That's what I'm saying. No, but I was close to eighty. About seventy eight. Um. Maybe seventy seven. Yeah. I guess it was 70. I was thinking it was like 60 that we could barely we could barely break on those jet skis. It was 70 that we could barely break on those jet skis. Yeah, like 72. How long would it take to jet ski down the Mississippi <laughs> from to New to New Orleans get a po' boy? Um from Memphis to New Orleans on a jet ski is going to take 7 7 or 8 hours. If you're going full speed, no, it's gonna take it's gonna take eight hours if you're going full speed. Cause you can drive pretty you can drive pretty much a straight shot from from Memphis and it's like seven hours, or six hours, six to seven depending on how many times you stop. Yeah. But which is pretty cool. New Orleans is 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 great. I just I just went recently. I mean, dude, I don't like. <laughs> yeah, but you think we're just gonna do some Huck Finn? Yeah. Just there'll be some side adventures, though. You can't you can't make that straight shot without how to, having to run into some side quests. Yeah, like well, we need to hit a rock and then yeah, our, hit our a raft, rock. Our yeah, raft yeah. breaks and then yeah. we're gonna be stranded. Then we just have to live there. We're gonna have to just live in Mississippi. <laughs> from from where to where? Nine days. Yeah, but it's still it's nine days. That's that's uh <laughs> the Mississippi's like crazy low right now, which is interesting. It's it's really, really low. We didn't get a lot of water, didn't get a lot of rain this year. So like um yeah, that'll happen. It's it's um so it's it's like there's parts of the riverbanks that are exposed that haven't been exposed in like I guess like hundreds of years like it's it's really low and people are finding artifacts. This guy found a fucking mammoth. Yeah, sounds about right. A fucking like not well, not, not the whole well, body but like part of its skull. I think there was a lake, I want to say maybe Lake Superior or a lake near New York and New Jersey where they they've the the water's really low and a bunch of bodies. Oh goodness! Been, like they found like seven bodies. They found every member of the uh, Corleone family and the and the. I recognize. I know this. I know, this, I I know, know this, this guy. guy. I remember him. I haven't seen that motherfucker in, since the eighties. Hey, he owes me twenty dollars. He owes me twenty fucking dollars. You, you mook. They got uh yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of mob bodies. They were really murking people like that, huh? Oh yeah. The it, Irish were crazy too. The car bombs, how it was just car bombing each other back and forth. In America? No, Irish in, people. In in Ireland. In Ireland, but they brought it over to America. The yeah. Dude, there's it a was, movie that was the Protestant versus Catholic shit or, or or what? I think it's also just Republic of Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Basically like there's like the early 1900s IRA, and they they were pretty like, uh, 
honorable by the standards of those engagements. Uh, but then the the later versions became less and less uh, military rebellion and more and more just terrorist group. And the English response also became worse yeah. and worse, even though the English response at the beginning was also terrible. So the Eng- England was pretty much always terrible villains, and then the other side morphed into terrible villains to yeah. match over time, pretty much. Well, it's also just kind of Ireland was just kind of England's slave state for yeah. for centuries. Yeah, I support the IRA. I just want to go yeah. on, on record officially. Everything that the IRA has ever done, I'm in support of. Fuck England. Fuck the queen. Yeah. I'm glad. And now the, the, the new guy who took over is related to Count Dracula. That's great. King Charles. Yeah. King Charles III. It's interesting. I'm learning I'm learning about King Charles I, who was a loser. Yeah. King Charles II was his son. He was the the Charles Jr. Um, he was a loser. Was, Dad, I don't want to be king. I just want to hunt. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to hunt and eat. <laughs> that that must be so funny back in the day when you're a king and you're like yes i have a male heir and he will take over and then he just grows up dad, to be a little wiener i don't want to do that dad dad i don't want to be king i just want to play on my ipad i just want to fuck these prostitutes and drink wine i just want to play uh <laughs> fucking uh, i want to play with okay. my horses <laughs> i hate war i, I wanna, hate you i want to play minecraft <laughs> dad i don't want to I don't want to do any of that. I just want to play Minecraft. Yeah, but re- be real. If you were the king in that situation, and you 100% legally could beat the shit out of your son with no ramifications, don't you think you would? Like, those kids had to get knocked the fuck around all the time. I bet. I don't know. I think those kids probably just have like minions. Yeah. Everybody else in their life probably sucks the fuck up to them, but then like every time they're around their dad, their dad probably just like yeah. whoops their like you gotta think, these are dudes who like I don't know, for the most part, most kings were actually like very most of history they're warlike people who were who were prone to anger and yeah. such things. But then it's also then it's then their mom has to sink their web in or sink their nails into the kid just in case when the king dies yeah, yeah, yeah. She she can because as yeah. soon as the king dies, then everyone else tries to kill his family. So yeah, they don't, it's they don't. It's, get all, the power. it's all very Game of Thronesy. Yeah, it's it, it's it's all totally right. Yeah. It's it's the War of the Roses. It's a it's a it's a very accurate um, picture. <laughs> it's it's just, but it, it, that. Well, well, there, it's just that's sort of the way things are. Yeah. So, like, everybody's always just kind of vying for um, power, right? Like we, we as we as, as people, we think very binary a lot of the time, right? You're like, oh, well, it's the parliament versus the king. That's what this war is. But then you realize that every like there are a ton of people on the parliamentary side who were who, who were trying to uh, who, who wanted the king to win eventually, but they just were trying to like work their way up into in their system so that once. The king became king again. They could be at the top uh, of the new of the new system. There's just it's it's always like that. There's always all these different factions and, and people yeah. vying for their own interests within these organizations. Um, 
there's always a there's always a eunuch going around. That's that's very accurate of Game of, Game of Thrones. There's always somebody who's got no dick. But it's like the reason they have the eunuchs is because they know that's like a male friend that won't fuck the queen. That won't fuck your wife. That won't fuck anything. Yeah, you got no dick. You gotta have. You gotta have. Yeah, only dudes can, that can chill with my wife are guys with actually <laughs> no balls. I don't even trust gay dudes. <laughs> get Wait, squirrely. are eunuchs? Are eunuchs? They cut out the whole thing, or just? The balls? I don't know. I think they cut. I think they just cut off the balls. I don't think they can cut off your dick. They can cut off your dick. You need your dick for nah. That just some new little hole would fill, form. You just have a little pussy. You have a cloaca. Yeah, that is something where it's like guys with micro penises. What other choice do they have but to be into like being uh no like either either gay. they yeah no being transgender or being in the humiliation porn. Yeah, because every time they've pulled out their dick, just women laugh at them. So it's like, okay, I need to get off somehow. So I'll just be into this. I don't know. I think you just hide. It's like it's like hit me with your car, <laughs> <laughs> and then you come. Yeah, and then I you, get, come. you get hit by a car, and then you come. What's what's the percentage though? How prevalent is that? Micro penises. Micro penises. Yeah, I know it's a real thing, but like, how how real is it? I mean, as many uh, girls that literally have no tits, it's like they're out there. I would say I'd probably say a solid. I bet there's. I would say I would say one percent of the population has a micro penis. Okay, well that's still a lot of people, but you're uh, that that's not as many as there are maybe like half flat a women. You know, like half a, a percent. lot of women with small. I guess small tits is not the same as no tits. Is that uh, you're saying? Yeah, I'm no saying. Tits? I'm saying like this. Yeah, like my micro penis yeah. is the same as no tits. That's, I got you. Yeah, because huh. well, yeah, there's a lot of girls out there with literally no ass, and that's like, yeah, that's a guy with a one-inch dick. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's becoming more prevalent. Uh, all the uh, all the indiscri- endocrine disruptors and the, the plastic shit. Well, isn't there in there, in there that woman the phthalates, who's, who's, right? who's, yeah, who's looked into it and, and the emergence of plastics has shrunken taints taints yeah the taint and size basically it's, yeah it's like yeah it's fucking up with our genitalia so i bet there's more micro penises now it's it's a it's a it's a class of chemicals called phthalates yeah yeah that um what what they are is they're plasticizers right so it's 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 not actually the 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 chemical that um i believe this is correct it's not actually the polymer molecule it's it's the chemical that is added to the the polymer to create plastic to hold those things in in place um that's that's called a plasticizer and that's what these phthalates are and they basically they plastic breaks down and these chemicals are given off yeah and they get into they get into food they get into everything they get in your body and they are they disrupt your endocrine system so your hormones get out of whack and um, so it's so more so than even a, like an adult person being exposed to these it, it, that it will have an effect. But the main thing is when uh, kids are in the womb or, or even like the very, very early developmental stages of, of p- post-conception. So that's the be- that's the best indication of, of um, sexual differentiation between male and female is the size of your taint. Because a. a the area between the well, the area between. I don't know. Well, you remember when we saw when you remember when when uh when um fucking when Lucy had puppies, right? When my dog Lucy had puppies, 
we couldn't tell. We were trying to figure out what's what. And we, you couldn't really tell because it's just a little. It's just a little nub. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. The dick or the 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 vagina is basically just a little nub on a on a newborn puppy. But you could tell because the the the, the taint size. It's the distance between the um the the the, the penis. It's the, dad said is it's the forward nub or the back nub. <laughs> That's how you tell the difference. Yes. Yep. Yes, she was. So yep, she got some sort of special contraption, some sort of calipers that <laughs> that you, you can measure the distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some spe- some spe- special calipers. Yeah. But that's but that's what she found out and uh so I don't know, I quit you I I listened to that episode. I was like I quit using plastic cups for for everything oh yeah just and right that's away another thing is just is just plastic is a byproduct of oil yeah or just so many things are made from oil product. like to think that we're going to stop using oil um oil like it it's for it's a lot of medicines nowadays are just petrochemical because mm-hmm. that's what you can patent yeah and vaseline and you also need a byproduct from oil to make asphalt for roads so yeah. it's like if you have electric vehicles, you still need asphalt for the roads. Yeah, if you had electric vehicles, you would have to burn more coal to to make the electricity to put the electricity into the cars. <laughs> right before Elon Musk bought Twitter, a bunch of people got mad at him because he was like, hey, guys, we should probably be drilling for more oil. <laughs> oil. <laughs> and I'm yeah. the guy saying that. But that's another pure pro- – the, the greatest thing is that's – it. Our, our level of propaganda is so sophisticated where the people who are shoving down climate change and oil's bad are the oil companies or the people profiting from oil companies. It's just to jack up the prices of oil. Yeah. just an, it's, just an, it's just market manipulation to make it so that we're allowed to produce less oil, but you just own this territory of well, land and you have the, the machines that can extract it. And well, then yeah. your product's just worth twice as much because then a bunch of countries like – uh, we have this new environmental tax. Well, yeah, that's also why Elon wants cheaper. Oil. He's he's against all that stuff because he needs oil still, <laughs> and he wants he's not on that side of it. So he wants the oil to be cheaper because he he gets yeah. none of that money. So yeah. so he has a vested interest in being against that type of lobby, even though you'd think yeah, and basically you'd think both guys would be on the opposite side of where they actually are. I don't know if that makes sense because. Oil being more expensive would make more people buy Teslas, and then um, I th- I don't even th- I don't think it's that Jack I don't think that they're trying to jack up the price of oil because every sort of every sort of tax on oil or car- or carbon tax that that does hurt oil companies. What I think it is is that all these different companies Exxon and and all these oil companies they've all they've all basically they've they've confess their sins and at the at the altar of green energy and they've said they've said oh no you're right we do need to decarbonize and we should be the ones who uh who make it happen so i think i think what you know what you're seeing is they're trying to get in front of the ball so they're trying to pivot and and they have pivoted and they are you know doing a lot of uh investment and research into like I don't know, fucking turning algae into gasoline or some shit. I don't. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is that they're doing. But um, you you saw those a lot of Exxon commercials where they were they were they were doing talking about green energy and all this. And uh, 
And but you know, it, whenever there's a tax against a, a a specific industry, it doesn't it it hurts the people. And and I get I, I get that you're saying like the the price of oil going up helps them, but um, well, that's just part of the part of the puzzle because I just believe. Basically, the the most powerful people in the world either control oil or control banks. Yeah. And if you <clears throat> if you own a particular spot of land and you you know you already have the connections to the politicians, you already bought them off. Then you can just own this this area of land and then just extract this highly valuable commodity that's f- basically free, that's needed yeah. for everything because oil makes gasoline. So. If gas prices are high, then everything is more expensive. Yeah. Every single thing in the world gets mm-hmm. more expensive. Transportation is more expensive, Everything. so getting and so, products And places. since they have so much money invested in it, <clears throat> they're 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 not going to make themselves obsolete. They're going to ensure that they that they they can still produce more and more oil so that they can make more and more money. Mm-hmm. So it's just there I'm sure they also own all the green energy stuff. Yeah. They but do. I'm sure all that green energy stuff is in the end powered by gasoline and oil products. Yes. Yeah. I mean it it is. Yeah. It is. The whole thing's a scam. Yeah. Um the whole thing's a fucking scam and uh and I guess what we need to figure out is how do how are we going to get in on this gentlemen? How are yeah. we going to how are we going to wedge ourselves nicely into I this? D- I really do need <laughs> to figure out some kind of scheme whether well, it's like stealing catalytic so converters. So I got I got a couple good something. ones. Uh first one is just uh it will be entirely unsuccessful but we'll claim we're trying our best and everybody's worried about you know the polar bears drowning with the ice caps drinking so so what we do is we get government grant money to teach polar bears how to swim yeah the polar bears can go they they, they're not doing (laughs) anyone any good Polar bears are an evil creature. They're so they're they're a huge. Bears suck. If they, bears go. They're the only. They're the only cool. animal that kills just for fun. Is is a polar bear, and they don't. And all all bears are omnivores except polar bears. Polar bears are purely carnivores. Yeah. They all they do is eat meat. And honestly, the less bears there are, the bears eat honey and all the good salmon. So we the humans can eat that salmon. Right. Trust me, that salmon's gonna get eaten. Right. The right. ecosystem's not gonna get fucked up right. with bears. But bears do nothing but eat the good shit and be scary. Right, but we're <laughs> and fuck up my camp trip. <laughs> we're not we're not we're not actually teaching the bears how to swim. That's the whole point. The, it's a win win. We get paid, the bears still drown. Yeah. I think all animals besides like cats and dogs and chickens and cows should be extinct and pigs. Only pets. Only animals. the good only the ones that we eat that we, and that, that we have as pets. The, the whole what, Wildlife should just be fucking dogs running around. Yeah, you want to see a tiger or a lion? Watch the Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do y'all feel about like sea mammals? Because I got I got some strong opinions about ones that I trust and ones that I don't trust. So, first of all, I'm one of those people that like. Have you ever? I watched Blue Planet too while tripping balls one time, and I, and that's when I realized that there is not any single fish that's not malevolent and up to something. Just oh, yeah, all yeah. of everything they showed the entire. I didn't see a single trustworthy face for the entire documentary series. And so I kind of fuck with dolphins because I feel like they're out there keeping an eye on everything for the rest of the mammals. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, I kind of like, I kind of feel like whales are just like solitary, like, hey guys, we'll be nice to you. Just don't, whenever the great sea uprising comes, remember we were on your side. Like, I kind of don't fuck with whales. But dolphins seem like they're keeping an eye on things for us. 
That's just my opinion, and that yeah. has nothing to do. That's completely based on how their faces look to me. <laughs> I, I feel on that. I, I don't know if I trust dolphins though. What's dolphins the great sea uprising? I don't know, man. I just have a feeling like these squids—they're down there breathing water and talking to each other in in colors. Like they're down there speaking colors and breathing water. They probably have some weird, super deep water city where they're building bombs and shit, and I just don't trust it. I mean, there's... Okay, that's not happening, but it's funny to think about if it were. So much, I mean... I don't trust a squid. I don't like any invertebrate predators. No invertebrate predators are, are friends of mine. They do have they have eight arms, so they can get four times as much stuff done. Uh, well, octopus, I think I think squid have six tentacles. Is no ten subcategory of squid? I guess not. I don't know. Tentacles. Oh, nailed it. Um, what do y'all think? Y'all wanna y'all wanna put a cap on this on this bad boy? Yeah, we cover enough territory. Alrighty. Squid out there, just so you know, we got our eyes on you, motherfuckers. And that's all fish, actually. All fish, when it comes down to it. Actually, all animals other than dogs and cows. Yeah. And only if. And if, salmon. We, we can. If we, we can eat you, you're safe for now. <laughs> we will protect you. For enough, now. For enough. Uh, long enough for the slaughter. To, for to now. And that's that's just that's just temporary. 2022 is the year we're have, taking out all the predators. Have you Humans ever, are the only ones left. Have baby. you ever seen those uh, PETA billboards that have been defaced? Where it's like it's like it's like pet or food. Where do you draw the line? And someone got up and like spray painted it. It was like economic downturn, nuclear holocaust. It's like it's like if the economy goes bad, I'll eat a horse. If someone bombs us back to the Stone Age, I'm eating my dog in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but this dog, I, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat this dog. Yeah, nuclear holocaust, that's the line. Yeah, where do you draw the line? I draw it at nuclear holocaust. Dog is now food. That's... <laughs> Alrighty, yeah. So just so just so all you animals know, you're on notice. You're gonna get a performance review yearly. And as of now, the only only stuff that's in good graces are cows, dogs, cats, and salmon, and honeybees. All, all other animals, fuck them. They're done. Uh, ducks are good. Ducks are fine too. Just uh, not only for food, but amusement. Ducks yes. got a lot of character. Ducks, about. ducks are pretty cool. So there's one stupid <laughs> Memf- there's one stupid Memphis tradition uh, at the Peabody Hotel. They have ducks that chill in the in the fountains in the middle of the lobby all day, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty cool. Like there's just ducks. You just in the you just yeah, ducks eating cool, having it, having a meal. There's just ducks sitting in the in the lobby in the lobby uh, fountain. And so in the morning, it's like a big deal when the ducks come out from the elevators and walk to the fountain. <laughs> And then at night at, at 5 p.m. They, they 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 sleep. They have like a they call it the penthouse. I think it's just you know it's just cages up on up, up upstairs in the in one of the areas one of the maintenance areas. But yeah, it's like a big it's a big ceremony when the ducks come out in the morning or when they go up at night. A ceremonial duck walk. I thought it was like a natural thing where they just show up. So I was thinking of you remember that uh. That this is Sports Center commercial with the Oregon Ducks mascot, where he's sitting in the office and there's a pond outside, and all the ducks come flying in and <laughs> land and start quacking, 
and he just looks out and sighs. <laughs> That's what I was picturing them. I thought you were saying they came flying in each day, but they got off an elevator. No, the, the, it's it's inside. It's in it's in the middle of the building. Oh shit! In oh. in like a restaurant. I was thinking like a court. I was thinking like a courtyard. No, an indoor an indoor lobby. Uh, and no, there's a guy called the the duck master. He has like a general's like a red general's outfit and a cane that's a duck, and he like leads the duck. It's very funny. Ducks are ducks are cool, yeah. and and they're in the in the in the in the clear. So, um, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's not. So I don't know. I don't know how they mitigate that. Maybe. Yeah. maybe they tipped the, they tip the janitor twenty, an extra the du- twenty. That's on the, the duck, duck master's day. other uh, other benefit. Uh, that's the guy in the blue shirt. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the guy. That's the duck master's other responsibilities is cleaning up ducks. I mean, he also he does have to feed the ducks. My friend Charlie, uh, got. Offered a, a position as duck master. <laughs> Char- Charlie Virgos, comedian. Uh, shout out to Charlie. Uh, yeah, they were gonna they were gonna have him be like an interim duck master, like to fill in. And he was like, and he was like, I was gonna do it because like I know the whole speech and everything. But th- th- then they were telling me like, and you have to feed the ducks and do this. And I was like, ah, oh, no, no, I'm not doing. It. I'm not feeding the ducks. But um, I'll use the ducks to make me look cool. But I'm not taking care of them. I'm not taking care of these fucking <laughs> I'm ducks. Feed them. I'm not gonna feed these ducks. Sir, that what is your title? Duck master. <laughs> okay, then you have to feed the ducks if you want to be the duck master. Oh, you're the, you want to be the master of the ducks. <laughs> you want to be the master, but you won't feed them. Okay. Uh, imagine, imagine that you, for whatever reason, don't have that job anymore, <laughs> and you're applying for a new job, and so they're just going down the list on your resume. They're like, "Yep." Yep, looks good. Um, I'm gonna need you to explain this one for me. It says Duckmaster here. Well, I, I was laid off. What? What? Wait, why were you? It says you only worked there for two months. Why are you laid off? Well, I forgot to feed them, and basically a bunch of ducks died. Bro, you think Duckmaster looks good on the res- resume? It's got master in it. If you're in Memphis, then yes, it's like a, it, it's like, <laughs> they'll, be like, a they'll, they'll be like, oh my god, holy shit, the duck ma- you were a duck master. <gasps> I can't believe I'm talking to a duck master right now. You think if you like, if you like are a kid growing up in Memphis and you work as the duck master every summer, you're like guaranteed admission to the University of Memphis. With like, with like, of some sort of full, sc- you got the duck master scholarship. I mean, it's just it's just a way to get in uh, to start your political career. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just run for city council. <laughs> what are your qualifications? Well, I was well, duck master. I was I was duck master, and now master. I want to be your master. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, kids. Well, let's let's put a, let's put a cap on this bad boy. Neil, any any final words to leave with our listeners before we go? All right, shout out to shout out to all my duck masters out there. And uh we'll catch you guys next next week. Yep. Peace. Peace out. Ole, 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 ole. Hey, cheers, babes. I think we got it.